0: This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Bybus. Episode number five, the solo series. I don't know what you heard, but she runs the show. Welcome to episode number five of the She Runs the Show podcast. One of my favorite quotes is by Brian Tracy in a book called No Excuses, The Power of Self-Discipline. And in the book, Brian says... Procrastination is not only the thief of time, it's the thief of life. I want you to think about that for a second, because we always hear people say, I am a procrastinator, I work best under pressure, you know, procrastination helps me. I don't think so. Remember the words of Brian Tracy, procrastination is not only the thief of time, it's the thief of life. Now today, we're talking about how to master your time. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to episode number five in the solo series. In today's episode, we're going to go over three ways to master your time and transform your business. Now, These strategies are simple, they're efficient, and they will get you into a new routine of super productivity in less than a week. So before we go into this, let me tell you a little bit about the importance of productivity. I mean, all of us get that it's important to be productive. The problem with that is that a lot of us seem to think that busy is the same thing as productive. And when you are an entrepreneur, you've got to know the difference and you've got to know the difference really early in your business. So one of the things I want you to pay attention to in today's episode is how you can tweak what you currently do in terms of time management to become even a little bit more effective. You know, it's not about overhauling your entire time management routine. I mean, if you don't have one, well then yeah, you kind of have to overhaul it because you don't have one. So you're just creating something new, but what this is really about is becoming a master of your time, so that you can become a master of your life. And that's why so many of us go into entrepreneurship. We create our businesses because we want to be the masters of our destiny. We want to be the people who get to decide where we go, when we go there, how we do it, the way we live, to what extent we live, big, amazing, you know, loving, you know, prosperous lives. And the best way to do that is through entrepreneurship. So I want you to look at this episode as your lesson in how to tweak what you're currently doing. If you've got a time management system in place or how to create one, if you've always been afraid to create one, because by the end of today's episode, I want to be sure that you walk away being able to do three things. So by the time you're done in today's episode, I want you to be able to one, evaluate each day's tasks and focus on doing the right things in your business. Again, there's a huge difference between busy and productive, and I want you to be productive. So by the end of this episode, you're going to learn how to evaluate each day's tasks and focus on the right things in your business. The second thing you're going to be able to do by the end of today's episode is assign a day, a date, and a time to each aspect of your day and do it in a way that feels like freedom, not like drudgery or prison. So I know I'm hearing a lot of mompreneurs going, I have no idea how I'm going to assign a day, a date and a time to each aspect of my day when I have a six month old and I never know whether she's going to sleep six hours last night or she's going to sleep only two hours and I'm not going to get any sleep at all. Or you might be an entrepreneur says I have five kids and they're all in different sports. And so I never know whether I'm on the road or I'm doing this, or you may work a day job that has crazy hours. And so it's never the same. You might be an ER doctor and you're going, I don't know when I'm on call. So how am I going to assign a day, a date, and a time to each aspect of my day and do it in a way that feels freeing and doesn't feel like drudgery? Well, we're going to talk about that because I was thinking about you when I created this particular step. And then the third thing that I want you to be able to walk away with today is how to start using a system for marketing and sales that puts first things first, meaning knowing what are the first things that should be first and doing them in the right order. You see the system for marketing and sales. If you're having trouble with your marketing and sales, if people aren't adding to your list. If every time you turn around, you feel like you, what you offer is amazing and it's great and it's awesome, but nobody is signing up, nobody's buying, nobody's coming to your webinars. If that's where you are, then I want you to really understand that There is a system to this marketing and sales things. And a lot of us as entrepreneurs, we love what we do in terms of the products and the services that we create, but we don't love the marketing and sales side of it. And I want you to get more on the side of loving the marketing and sales because that's what's going to fuel you continuing to do the work that you love to do. So I'm going to give you a system in today's episode that allows you to put first things first and this system works When you know which first things need to go first. So let's really dive into this. Now, again, what we're talking about in today's episode is three ways to master your time and transform your business, especially as women entrepreneurs. We struggle with this. You know, we're pulled in so many different directions and we have so many responsibilities. You know, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I want to meditate. I really do. But the one thing I know as soon as I wake up is I've got a load of laundry waiting for me. So I go into the laundry room, I start the laundry, and I'm saying to myself all the time, I'm going to get back to meditating. But then I realize I've got to prepare the day's meals or I've got to check on something and pay a bill. And then before you know it, an hour has passed and my meditation time is out the window. So as I got into a cycle of doing that, you know, a cycle of not putting myself first, of really focusing on being busy rather than being productive, and then wondering why my business wasn't doing what I needed it to do, I really decided to figure out, how do I do this time management thing? Like, people do it well all the time. And I'm not just talking men do it well, because, you know, look, If you're not the person who has to go through pregnancy and you're not the person who has to go through breastfeeding, I don't want to hear about time management when I'm going through that. Because that's a whole different ballgame that you're never going to know about. So... I want to talk about three ways to master your time and transform your business, knowing that I'm coming from a perspective of having been a woman entrepreneur who's done pregnancy and bed rest and high risk pregnancy and going to the doctor every single week and breastfeeding two hours every two hours and not sleeping for like a year and then having another baby and having a two-year-old. I've done that. So all of these things that I'm going to talk to you about, apply even in those particular seasons of life, which is critical as a woman entrepreneur, because you may be coming in and out of those seasons. You may start your business single and then get to the third year of your business and be married and pregnant. You may start your business with one child and come to the middle of your business with four children no matter what season of life you're in, these three ways to master your time and transform your business work. So let's get right into it. The number one way that you can master your time and transform your business. And this to me has been a lifesaver on so many levels. And I'm going to talk about how they've worked in my own experience. The first way that you can master your time and transform your business is this focus on your top three priorities and nothing else. This is so critical. So I used to do these mile long to-do lists, like 20 items on a to-do list for a day. And it would feel really discouraging when I'd get to the end of the day and two or three of those things would be done, but then nothing else. Like totally discouraging, especially given the fact that I'm a perfectionist, recovering, overachiever, certainly. And I like things to be done right. And I'm kind of a control freak. So I like to do them myself. Problem working on it. Um, Focus on your top three priorities. When I shifted this, you know, the first level of, of shift that I did to this is I focused on my top six priorities. And I tried that for a while. And I still found that I felt really unaccomplished when I'd come to the end of the day. And of the six, only three were done. And I got the six, I think from Napoleon Hill and Napoleon Hill talked about, um, going into an insurance company and helping them become much more productive by giving them this idea of you write your top six things you want to get done in the day. And then you write them in the order that you want them to be achieved. So you have sequence, you have priority. And then at the end of the day, whatever's left on that list, it rolls to the top of your next day's priority list. This gives you focus, this gives you momentum, but this also gives you follow through. That was a really great first step for me because now I had cut down my list from like 25 things to six and that felt a lot better. But this one I came up with because even accomplishing three out of six things a day was really discouraging. So what I do is I wake up every morning or sometimes I do it the night before. It just depends on what's going on the night before. But I'll wake up in the morning and I will put, I'll get a three by five note cards. One of the things I'm going to tell you is that your best friend is going to be a three by five note card. Like I have stacks of them. I have a white pack and a hot pink pack and a yellow pack, um, mainly because you use three by five note cards in screenwriting. That's a whole other story. But I love my hot pink pack. I just like pink. So choose three by five note card colors that you absolutely love. So when I'm planning out my top three priorities for the day, I pull out that three by five note card and I use the side that has no lines on it. And I have it facing long ways up, I guess. And then I'll put the date of the next day or that day if I'm working on it in the morning, and then I'll put top three things and underline that. And then I'll say to myself, by the end of that day, what are the top three things that I want to get accomplished in my business that will make me feel super accomplished when I go to bed that night? That's a really important question because you might think you have a mile list of things to do. So call the accountant, fill this out, create this new you know lead page. You might think you have a whole list of things to do. But at the end of the day, when you're feeling the way you want to feel in your business, one of the most important question is, questions will be, how do I want to feel at the end of today in my business? How do I want to feel? And if what you want to feel is accomplished and momentum driven and productive and reaching out and serving your tribe, then your top three priorities are going to look totally different than if the way that you want to feel is busy and effective and super efficient and getting as much done as possible in a given day. Again, you begin by saying, by the end of today, what are the top three things that I want to have accomplished that will make me feel great when I go to bed tonight? It will make me feel like I did a lot for my business. Like I moved myself forward. What are those things? And then you write them one, two, three. And you put a box next to them so you can check them off as they're done. And then you work on that. And listen, if you get through those top three things early in your day, then you just whip out another note card. You put the same date on it. You put top three things and you go to the next three things. Now, if you don't get all three of those things done, or if they change, again, whip out a note card, change the top three priorities. I would highly recommend though, that you don't change your top three priorities more than one time. Once you've changed it once and rewritten it once during that day, that's it. You're committed, get it done. But if you complete only two of those top three things, then basically what you do is you roll whatever is left to the next day. And that becomes your top thing for the next day's top three priorities. This does a lot for self-esteem and self-efficacy because when you accomplish everything on your to-do list, you feel good. But if you create a to-do list that already is self-defeating because it has way more things on it for that day than you could possibly get done in that day, already you're starting out behind the curve and not ahead of it. So the first way that you can master your time and transform your business is to focus on your top three priorities and nothing else. Meaning even the little fires you need to put out do not get done until at least one of those top three priorities occurs. And so what I do is I get one top priority done, then I put out some fires. And then I get another top priority done, I put out some fires or I do some, you know, like the little things that can make you super busy, but not super productive. So I make sure that I'm at least getting under my belt during the day, one of those top three priorities before I take a break and do other little busy work kind of things. The second way that you can master your time and transform your business is this, schedule out your week in advance. So, you know, I used to feel like scheduling out my week in advance was real, really a pain in the butt. A, because it takes time to do that. And B, because When you're a mom, you never know what your week is going to look like. You don't know if somebody's going to get the flu. You don't know if somebody's going to get a fever. You don't know if you're going to have to go to the school and pick somebody up early. You don't know. However, I've learned that there's nothing more freeing than knowing where you're supposed to be, when you're supposed to be there, and not feel at all guilty about being where you're supposed to be when you're supposed to be there because everything has its day, its date, and its time. And this I got from Tony Robbins. So Tony Robbins talks a lot about if it's not scheduled, if it's not written down, then it's not real. And that's very true because we schedule doctor's appointments. We schedule, uh, you know, meetings with accountants. We schedule interviews for our podcast. We schedule things that are critical and important. So why should we not also schedule the things in our lives that are critical and important? And also, here's the other piece. I find that if I don't schedule things... I make a lot of assumptions about having extra time that I don't really have. So when you're not scheduling out your week in advance, you forget that it takes time to pee. It takes time to make breakfast and eat it. It takes time to drive the kids to and from school. It takes time to make a phone call. It takes time to pay a bill. So you don't, figure in all of those five minutes here, 10 minute there kind of things. And then before you know it, guess what happens? Now you're off of your schedule and you're not accomplishing what you want to accomplish in that day. So it's important to schedule out your week in advance. And I do this in a couple ways and you can take what works for you and you can drop what doesn't work for you. So the first thing I do is I have a Google calendar and my Google calendar is connected to my phone and it's connected to all of my tablets. And basically I set up the... Really routine things of my week. So there is always, I always drop the kids off at school at the same time. I pick them up at the same time. I go to work at the same time. I come home from work at the same time. I work on the business at the same time doing certain things. I don't do certain things at certain times. I do podcast interviews at certain times. I don't do them at other times. There are critical key things that you do in your week that are the same week in and week out. They are simply a part of your routine. And so why not put them in Google calendar? And the beauty of Google calendar is that it syncs to your Gmail you can actually send yourself text reminders. You can send yourself email reminders. And if you're on the computer, a lot of the day, you can have pop-up reminders that come up and remind you. So basically you can use Google calendar to be your digital personal assistant without having to pay anybody to be your personal assistant. Schedule out your week in advance. The other thing that I do is I actually write down what fun is that? I actually write down what my week is going to look like. So I write it down on paper in addition to actually putting it in Google calendar. Cause it's easy to flip Google calendar off. Like you can choose to not read the email reminders. You can choose to not pay attention to the text messages. But there is something really important about writing because writing is a psychomotor activity. I got this from Brian Tracy in a book called No Excuses, The Power of Self-Discipline. Writing is a psychoneuromotor activity. When you write something down in your own handwriting, it becomes real. It becomes real and tangible and it's set in stone at least from a neurological perspective. So what I like to do is I take out 10 or 20 sheets of you know white computer paper, and I will write out each day of the week. And I will put boxes next to the times of where I'm supposed to be, when I'm supposed to be there. And then at the bottom of that page, I will actually put what are some of my consistency goals that I want to get done during the day? Like, do I want to drink a certain amount of water? And so I have check marks for that so I can make sure I'm doing that. Do I want to get a certain amount of exercise in. So this these sheets of paper to me are in my own handwriting, number one. They represent what I'm committing to doing that day, number two, but also if something goes astray in my day and something changes, it's way easier, at least for me to scratch something out and put something else in, in my own handwriting than it is to get on a computer that has a keyboard and like change the Google calendar thing. That's not, I'm not always in front of a computer, so that's not going to work, but I always have my clipboard and I always have my sheets of what my days are supposed to look like and I can scratch it out. Out and put something else in there. So again, when you schedule out your week in advance, it's not that you're saying, this is exactly how the day's going to go. This, it, it, I'm not going to stray. It's that you have a framework. You have a framework to work with. You know where you're supposed to be. You know when you're supposed to be there. You know what your time commitments are. And if things change, because life happens, you can change it. But at least you're starting off by saying, I know what my day looks like and what I'm committed to. So schedule out your week in advance. In terms of logistics of when you do that, some people do it Sunday for Monday through Saturday. Some people do it Thursday for Friday through Thursday. I typically do it Friday or Saturday for the next week and for the next seven days. Sometimes I even do it for like 10 to 13 days out. But I find that if you do it for any longer than 10 days out, it's typically wrong because a lot happens in the next 10 days. So try to do it for no longer than 10 days out, but definitely do it for a week for seven days. So the second way to master your time and transform your business is to schedule out your week in advance. Remember, you're creating a framework, but that doesn't mean you're locked in stone. That's why it gives you freedom without feeling like drudgery. Now, the third way that you can master your time and transform your business is this follow a three-step approach. And this is where I was talking about the idea of sales and marketing. So if you want to start using a system for marketing and sales that puts first things first, meaning if you are trying to build your tribe, if you want an active, engaged list of true fans, like people who actually open up your emails, people who attend your webinars, people who love your products, and they love you, and they know you, then what you've got to do is have a system or an approach for getting to the heart of your tribe. And it's not what most of us think it is. So a lot of us focus, we do the three step approach backwards, right? So we, uh, or, not backwards, but triangular, so to speak. So we do the create, like we create the products we think people need. We create the services we think they need. We create the blog posts and the podcasts that we think people need. Haven't asked them, but we we think we get them. So we just go ahead and create. And then at the bottom of the triangle, we do communication first. Like I've created this webinar, come. Or I've created this service. You want to buy it. Here it is. Here's the PayPal link. And then we miss the most important piece of this whole thing, the connection piece. So when you're thinking about your sales and your marketing approach, and this relates to mastering your time, because if you do first things first, then you're more efficient and you get more done in less time and you get more bang for your productivity buck. So instead of doing a triangle where creation is at the top and communication and connection are at the the bottom of it. what it really needs to be is a path. It needs to begin with connection, and connection is how do I connect to my tribe? Where are they? Am I talking to them? Am I on Instagram following them and commenting on their photos? Am I on Twitter, you know, listening to what they're talking about and responding back and giving high fives and encouraging them and answering questions? Am I on my Facebook fan page, really giving good content on that page that inspires, empowers and helps people transform without them ever having to buy a thing for me? Am I I connected and am I always asking the question and beginning with the question of how can I serve? Am I beginning there? So it should be a path that begins with connection that leads to creation, which means create tons of free content, like tons, like things that you would charge $249 for, $597 for, $97. Are you giving it away? Are you showing your tribe that you care enough about them to create massive value and give them tons of free content? And then going to the third step in that path, which is communication, communicate your expertise, share your resources, talk about your latest products and services, invite your tribe to webinars, you know, sell them the things that you've created just for them. But again, we cannot do this the way typically entrepreneurs do it, which is that triangle of create at the top and then communicate and connect at the bottom. It's not how it works. It's a path where we go connect first, create second, because now we've connected enough to know what our tribe needs and then communicate our expertise, our resources, all of that stuff to them, share. So that three step approach is seriously important, and I've put it in the show notes. so if you want the diagrams as to what how different it looks to go from the triangle of create, communicate, and connect at the bottom to connection, creation, and communication as a path, just download the show notes because you'll see it there and i 've got to say my phone rang in the middle of this, and i i 'm deciding i 'm just going to keep it this way because you know what life happens, and so I unplugged the phone while I was talking, but I have to just say, as a perfectionist, that totally irked me, like totally irked me, but I'm going to keep it. So let's just go over what we talked about in today's episode. So the first thing, if you want to master your time and transform your business, three priorities, your top three priorities and nothing else. If you get them done early in the day, you just whip out another three by five note card. You put the date And you put top three things and you underline it and then you go one, two, three, create a new top three. But begin with those top three priorities that make you feel at the end of the day, like you've accomplished a lot. The second way to master your time and transform your business is to schedule out your week in advance. It's important. Yes, it's time consuming. I've got to tell you for me to my Google calendar, basically, once I set it up once, it's virtually the same. Like I said before, kid drop-offs and pickups, they stay the same. They don't change except for vacations. But my actual writing it down, which is my choice to do, it's not something you necessarily have to do. Yeah. It takes me about, I would say an hour to an hour and a half a week to write that out in my own handwriting, but that's important to me. So I do it. Schedule out your week in advance. And then three, follow a three-step approach to your sales and marketing framework. So we're not doing the pyramid thing of create at the top, and then connect and communicate at the bottom. No, 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 we're not doing that. We are doing a path that starts with connection, which leads to creation, which then culminates in communication. That's what we're doing because we're getting to the heart of our tribe. We're sharing immense value with them. And then it makes it easy for them to say, of course, I'm going to buy from you. Of course, because you have given me so much already. So those are the three ways to master your time and transform your business. Listen, join me on the blog, SheRunsTheShow.com. There is so much good information there. So much good information. As women entrepreneurs, we need to connect, we need to create, and we need to communicate with each other. Join me on SheRunsTheShow.com. You can also find me on Facebook, um, and subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening to it on SoundCloud, subscribe. I'm on iTunes, subscribe there. And would you do me a favor, share this with two or three women that you know, either are starting a business and they're struggling, are in a business and they don't know how to get to where they want to go, or they're working a job that makes them utterly unhappy they keep talking about starting a business, but they're not taking action. Find three women, you know, who are in one of those situations and send them the link to this episode. They need it. It will show them that they can actually do this, even with kids and marriage and laundry and family. It's possible. And it's time for us as women to get there. Like I said, I love Sheryl Sandberg's Lean In. Love it. But I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. I don't want to sit at somebody else's table. I want to own my own. So this is Bitchy Runs the Show, everybody. I'd love your feedback. Feel free to email me. You can email me at sherunstheshowpodcast the show podcast at gmail dot com. You can also reach me at info at the center for life transitions with an S dot com. So again, she runs the show podcast at gmail.com or info at the center for life dot com. I will talk to you next episode. Remember, procrastination is not only the thief of time, it's the thief Of life. That's Brian Tracy. Let's master our time and transform our businesses. All right, ladies, run your show.